You're listening to The Main Course, where food is serious business. Listen along for insights, strategies, forecasts, and thought leadership from the front lines of food with your host, Barbara Castiglia. Welcome to The Main Course. Today, we're going to be talking about music and particularly music, background music, or music that you use in your restaurant. And I'm Barbara Castiglia from Modern Restaurant Management. And guest today is Ola Sars, who's the CEO of Soundtrack Your Brand. Ola, welcome. I guess the first thing I want to say is it's illegal for businesses to play music through personal streaming accounts, but it happens all the time. So, you know, it seems your whole business is, you know, founded on that premise. Yes. I mean, that was obviously not the premise. The premise was that music is an amazing art form and music is an, uh, you know, an amazing enabler for brands and entrepreneurs to augment their brand experience, connect to their consumers, you know, make people feel great, make people dance, make people fall in love. And it's just a new opportunity to connect the beautiful music industry to other creative industries. And that's the intersection where I wanted to build kind of the platform for for fair trade and, and for fair exchange in between not just restaurants, but all types of businesses, right? And I come from the consumer side of streaming and been kind of a senior citizen on that side, I would say. Um, being part of um, some of the big cons- streaming services on, on the consumer side. And I saw this opportunity to bring music streaming and all the benefits of, of, of that into the business space. And for restaurants and restaurant entrepreneurs, this has always been a very important component in the customer experience. And why not uh, enable them to, you know, use all the 50 million tracks of, of in the world and, and enable them to, you know, really just go all the way with music. So I guess tell me a little bit about your background and the formation of Soundtracker Brand. Yeah, the, the short Swedish version is that I've been doing uh, music streaming startups for almost 10 years. Um, but uh, the premise for for kind of entering into music and music tech um, is is still the same. It's this massive opportunity of, of uh, you know, listening to all the music in the world anywhere, anytime, which, you know, music streaming enabled for the consumer initially. Um, so I've done four startups in the music space. Uh, previously, I was uh, the co-founder and CEO at Beats Music that became Apple Music. And then I co-founded um, Spotify Business, which it was called initially together with Spotify to bring... Uh, streaming to the business market and then we pivoted into a completely independent service. Uh, Spotify is still an investor and an owner in the company but we are an independent service called Soundtrack and Soundtrack your brand that we're now uh, rolling out in, in the world in 74 markets and we started rolling the service out in 2018 and have have got to a point where we are in a pretty nice situation of, of providing all the businesses in the world, the, you know, the, the beautiful power of music streaming. And, you know, and what is the actual service that you provide? If I was a, 
a restaurant owner and operator and I look on your website, what am, what kind of services would I see? So first of all, um, I think everyone can relate to music streaming, what that is. It's, you know, the, the access to all of the music in the world, anywhere, anytime. And it is the ability to mix up music depending on, you know, specific context or needs. Like if I'm um, working out, then you have a playlist for that. Or if I'm, you know, taking a walk or if I'm at work, I'm trying to sleep. There's like a musical application around that, right? But for businesses, every brand has a unique sound and every specific restaurant in this case probably has a completely unique sound and a specific need. And in order to facilitate that ability for a restaurant entrepreneur, you need a first a legal service. And back to your point, music on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon and so forth are not licensed for commercial use. Um, there are no services in the industry in terms of streaming that are uh, licensed for commercial use. We're the first one on a global scale. Um, and obviously, if you're opening a cinema on your Netflix account, that's nothing that would be conceivable for anyone, right? But that's basically the equivalent of using Spotify or Apple Music in your restaurant. So that's a complete no-go. Um, so we're, we're helping entrepreneurs to solve that initial problem of being compliant. Right. And compliance is obviously a very important thing for a lot of people and fair trade so that the musician and the, the author or, you know, the songwriter in this instance or the artist gets properly compensated when their art is used in order to sell more drinks or coffee or lunches. So that's the first problem. Then into kind of the, the good stuff, which is music for businesses is completely different than music for consumers. Uh, as you all know, entrepreneurs listening to this, that when you're, when you're putting music into a restaurant, you need to think about so many things. You need to think about that you're playing, you know, the right sound for your brand. You need to uh, think about that you're playing the right sound at the right time of day. I mean, lunches on a Monday might sound different than after work on a Thursday, right? Um, you need to think about not playing explicit lyrics. You need to think about um, if you own five restaurants that those different restaurants might have a different profile and they might have a different type of customer flow and need of music. So you're from one central point controlling the music in your five different restaurants. You don't have to go to every restaurant to control it. You can sit in the back office and control the music in all your uh, restaurants at one point. So it's completely different than a consumer service, if you may. You can, you can from a central point, control your whole brand sound worldwide in real time, right? So that's a, a very different um, problem that we're solving for the entrepreneur in this instance. And then there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, enablements that the platform offers. But all in all, it is kind of the, the one-stop shop for the best music experience for your restaurants worldwide online. So in, on one hand, you're solving a problem, but you're also, you know, creating this guest sensory experience. Um, so can you give us some examples of, of your clients and, and how that sensory experience factors in? Right. So we, um, we service uh, clients in 74 markets, but let's kind of stick to North America or the U.S. for, for the simplicity of this discussion, right? So... Um, in, in the U.S. right now, where I'll take a global account, which is kind of in our mid-segment, not the biggest restaurant chains and not the smallest kind of entrepreneur, but 
Joe and the Juice is a juice bar concept, um, which is a Danish company actually, but are growing very quick in, in the US. Um, they have uh, a music as a very central component of their whole strategy. Music is actually priority number one in the customer experience in the Joe and the Juice bar. You may think what you like about going into Joe and the Juice bar, but uh, some people like it and some people don't, but they take a very strong stance in profiling the experience when walking in. So this little company is, is controlling more than a thousand juice bars from, from the central office in, in Copenhagen, Denmark. And a brief proportion of that is in the US. And every specific juice bar, be it in New York, Boston, LA, San Francisco, Austin, or wherever it is, has a specific categorization in terms of this is this type of customer experience that we want to fulfill. So hence, that specific juice bar has a very specific music profile and music experience running. And this describes kind of the scalability in the platform as well, that one person can sit in one country and control the whole global footprint of the brand in real time and can change the specific experience from every juice bar to juice bar in real time if uh, we want to change kind of the customer experience in Boston on a, on during, I don't know, uh, some holiday or something. So it's a business-to-business uh, application and it's a business-to-business software problem that we're solving. We're helping the brands control music in real time worldwide uh, but still be relevant at that specific restaurant at that specific time of day in that specific geography given the needs that you want to um, kind of cater to. Um, I saw this great phrase that you used um, and and wanted you to kind of elaborate on it. Um, you said that um, you attempt to unlock the value in music. So how do you how do you do that and how do you help brands do that? Well, I think first of all, my kind of philosophy. Um, I'm first. I'm fortunate to kind of work with my passion, right, with music, and I've been. I'm trying to do that for for the last ten years, and and here I am with my fourth streaming service. Uh, but I think I always kind of believe that music is undervalued, and the intrinsic value in in music is just much bigger than 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 the industry is extracting today. So. Uh, what I mean by unlocking value is uh, for for the restaurant business in this context, imagine a restaurant experience without music. So if you take a really good bar, restaurant uh, experience that you know and where you know the vibe is great and you kind of apply it with the music that they're using today and then you put it into silence one day and you kind of compare that experience. That delta and experience is the value that I want to unlock. I want to see, get people to understand and realize what a massive contribution music is to the experience and to the personality and, and how flexible it is and um, how efficient it is also in terms of using for specific needs. So unlocking value uh, without using so many fancy words is about explaining to people how important music is and how important it is to actually compensate the music industry fairly when using this beautiful art to build your restaurant brand. Talking about value, um, you did a survey and this will really speak to small businesses. Um, 
You found that the overall brand experience makes customers stay longer and spend more money. So how was this survey done and, you know, what role does music play in that, in that overall uh, brand experience? So um, we've actually done multiple studies and there's a lot of interesting science in this area, but I'll, I'll take the one that you're referring to, which was done with a, a pretty big uh, U.S. Um, restaurant brand. We have a couple of, of really big kind of brands as well in our portfolio in the restaurant industry. And, and this one specifically um, is extremely data-driven and is, is very forward-leaning in terms of kind of using technology and, and connecting to consumers and creating a relevant experience in real time, which is what technology enables. So uh, we actually ran the world's biggest field study and we didn't do it actually, we did, we did it with external academics. So it, was, it wasn't us tilting the results. It was done through, uh, through a professor at a um, retail section of a, of a very well-known university. And uh, they, we did it during um, six months and we applied it to uh, hundreds of restaurants um, and we basically used what is referred to in statistics as a Latin square model, where you're actually applying different types of treatments, music treatments, to the different restaurants, and you're comparing the results relative to each other, right? So you get kind of the relative effect of using the right music versus the wrong music. And in this specific experiment, we worked with this brand to um, translate their brand positioning into a music platform, which we started applying, which we call for this brand X, a brand fit application on brand, according to our method, applied music and the restaurant chain. Uh, and then we compare that to three other treatments. One was uh, an approach on, on brand with very well-known music only, kind of frontline catalog, or you would say music that you hear on the radio. One on brand with music mixed up with a mix in between high recognition, meaning kind of stuff on the radio with less known music. So a more balanced on brand experience. And then we compared that to the current music solution that they had, which was done by um, a legacy provider, where it's basically music that's very popular and that is very subjectively picked by some music curator somewhere that just thinks he or she knows what this brand should sound like. And it actually sounds the same in every restaurant because it's being distributed through a satellite feed. So there's no contextual relevance between the different restaurants. And then we also treated with silence as a fourth comparative treatment. So these four, right? So on brand, according to our method with popular music, on brand with a mix of popular music and less well-known music, uh, current music solution, which was done by just subjectively picked uh, by a music curator and the same in all restaurants, which was the solution they were using at that point, and then silence. And if you compare um, the current solution that they were using, the, the subjective solution, kind of legacy supplier solution with the brand on brand uh, application with a mixed balance of well-known and less well-known, there was a delta of 9.1% in top line sales statistically proven. That is 9% top line sales improvement 
when applying music correctly um, onto the system. And actually the fun thing was uh, obviously that silence was actually better than the, the current solution that they were using because it was so bad. So that gives, that gives at least a scientific uh, point to everyone to think about that this is serious stuff. I mean, it's not something that you just do quickly without thinking about it. And I'm not saying the restaurant industry is one of the best industries in terms of thinking about brand and using music, but it's business critical to approach this. So it's better to do nothing than to do it poorly. But why not do it properly when you're investing so much love, time, and money into your brand anyway? If I'm a restaurateur, how do I know what kind of experience I want to create with music? I mean, I know, you know, my menu, my design. Do you, um, you know, look at those elements and kind of coordinate with that to kind of explore what the what the soundtrack of the brand is? Right. So... If I may, I actually have uh, a couple of points as kind of practical recommendations to an entrepreneur, and I'll try to run through it very quickly. And this is independently of using soundtrack or not. It's just kind of just tips for me uh, if you're listening. So first of all, you, you have to kind of work with a rock solid concept, right? Um, every restaurant entrepreneur, almost every restaurant entrepreneur understands what they want to achieve in terms of brand experience. They think about, okay, this is the uniqueness of my restaurant. This is um, the target groups that I'm likely to cater to in this specific area. So almost everyone has thought about those basics and kind of marketing when you put a, put a restaurant, specific restaurant or a chain in place, right? So that's nothing new. So most entrepreneurs have a concept. Now, you need to take that concept and translate that into a music concept, right? And the, the soundtrack of that brand. So in order to do that, for example, on our service, you could go in and you can actually start feeding input into our system in terms of my brand is progressive. I want high energy. I want music that relates to artists like Bob Dylan, uh, Bruce Springsteen and um, I don't know, Womok and Womok. Uh, and all of a sudden, our machine learning and AI starts creating the soundtrack for your brand. Uh, so that's one way of applying it, uh, giving input. And then you can remove explicit lyrics and then you can take that specific playlist or soundtrack if you may, and you can put it in a specific time slot and you can create music schedules for your brand or for your restaurant. But first of all, the first step is obviously thinking about what does my brand sound like? And that can be done um, either with a consultant or by yourself. One example could be sit down with your team uh, or your fellow entrepreneurs and pick out 10 tracks that actually represent the brand sound that you want to deliver in your brand or your restaurant. And then you can import those 10 tracks into the soundtrack service and we will, our machines, will help you provide a soundtrack that is ever ongoing and on brand for you. Those are ways that we try to help entrepreneurs to save time and anxiety and actually money because there's a lot of money going into the time investing in curation. So first develop a rock solid concept and, and translate your, your brand idea into a music platform. Then you need to stay away from the charts and you know the music that I just referred to is well-known. You need to blend up the music with less well-known. Uh, 
you should lean more towards not being so much, you know, frontline catalog because our research and a lot of other research was like, you need to be more in the background and not take away the attention span of the consumer. Because if you take away the attention span of the consumer too much, they forget about what they're eating and what they're experiencing and they forget about ordering more drinks, right? So it needs to be more in the background than in the foreground. And you need to avoid repetition at all costs. And this is one thing that's extremely frustrating for restaurant entrepreneurs. We know by talking to hundreds of them, they kind of, <laughs> okay, I use my Spotify account. I don't know if it's illegal. So let's just take that example. I brought in my friend who's a DJ or she's a DJ. She put together, uh, she sat down for six hours and she came to me with 80 tracks that are on brand. I start playing that and everyone's super happy. Staff's happy, I'm happy. Uh, the first guests are happy. Day number three, staff starts complaining. <laughs> and day number five, your regular customer starts complaining. It's too repetitive. And this is a massive investment you have to take. You have to avoid repetition at all costs. Hence, either you invest in the manual update of your creation or you use a service like Soundtrack to actually uh, you let the machines update your playlist in real time. So you're never too repetitive. And repetitiveness is, is really kind of, it's, it's, it's a huge disease in background music instances. And we're trying to help the entrepreneur save time and anxiety um, uh, in order to get there with, with, uh, with a good balanced music experience. And then you can move into scheduling, obviously, when you've kind of created maybe 10, five playlists that you feel, okay, all these playlists are completely on brand and you need to start plotting them out over the work week. Um, so you can easily schedule music or time slot music. So you take those plays and put them into a music schedule and boom, here you go. You have the full brand sound for restaurant X for the whole week with enough music being fed into the system all the time to never be repetitive and to be the right energy level on a Friday afternoon versus a Monday morning, right? So that's where you need to get to the right music for your brand in the right place at the right time. You don't change the brand sound that often either. It's not about if you let one of your staffers do it and then you change staffers and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, a soul and hip hop place all of a sudden starts sounding like a rock place. Then you've really moved away from the actual idea. You need to be consistent and kind of stick to your guns uh, when you're when you're applying this and be consistent just as you are when you're building a brand. And then uh, don't let... I mean, you can if you have professional staff, but just don't let anyone take, okay, okay, Lucy or, or Jim, why don't you take care of music? Because music is very personal and it's very hard for a, a non-professional kind of music curator to actually think about the customer and the brand first. They will automatically kind of fall back into personal preferences and you'll listen to the same music as John does at home sooner or later. And that's not what you want to achieve. You want to think about it as a strategic business component, right? Not like a playlist that John appreciates. And then basic stuff like get a great sound system. It's, it's, it's not that expensive. Um, it's really worth it because without a good sound system, it's, it's really terrible. And also volume, um, which people tend to forget about. Uh, a human body absorbs around 0.3 decibel. So if you have more people in the restaurant, if it's more dense, you need to up the volume and so forth. But you need to find a balanced volume over over the work week when different types of, you know, volumes of people are in, in your restaurant. So there are actually 
multiple dimensions that you have to think about when you want to apply music in a professional way to your restaurant. Is there a way, though, that you can get your team involved um, in a way to kind of maybe help create a culture through the music or, um, you know, kind of involve them uh, being that they're they're going to be there listening to it for a significant portion of time? Or you suggest that you look at it in a very strategic way and not get their input? I think um, when you hire people, you hire people at the same way of thinking as when you're applying music, right? You, you tend to try to hire people in your staff that represent your brand and that can kind of meet the customer in between the people of your restaurant, the food and drinks of your restaurant and the people in the area visiting the restaurant. So it's there's nothing wrong with involving the staff because they are an integral part of the brand experience. And if the staff is completely off uh, the brand, then I think you need to think about your recruitment, right? So you can involve staff because they're also highly exposed. We, we often during Christmas do some more research on entrepreneurs driving staff crazy with the Christmas record, right? And and that's the worst example of kind of treating them. But you can involve them, but it's not about uh, them thinking that they get the music that they want. It's about them understanding that what they're listening to at work is something that has to do with work and the brand sound that you're trying to deliver to the customer. But there's absolutely an opportunity to kind of meet them also and have them stimulated in that experience because they should also be on brand uh, in terms of the people that you hire. Obviously, 2020 was uh, a you know, uh, difficult year, to say the least, for restaurants. Um, is there a way that music can help with the pandemic new normal Um can music play a role um, as restaurants are focused on their off premise? Um, it, you know, is there some way that music can kind of help bring all of those things together? Yeah, sure. I think we we've had some interesting experiments where I mean, our our platform is fully integrated with Spotify, for example. So um, you can grab your stuff on Spotify and put it on soundtrack and vice versa. So. For example, when we when we've sent out takeouts, uh, people can get like a little clip and a reference to a, uh, a Spotify playlist that you can listen to at home while while enjoying the the music or sorry music music and food together and one. So those are ways of of kind of uh, augmenting or taking the 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 experience of the restaurant outside the restaurant which I think is the way you should be thinking in general, like take the physical experience online or take the physical experience home with you. That's how you want to kind of mix the whole experience of the brand, the, the actual food drinks with the music. 2020, you also kind of had to pivot. Um, and, uh, you know, it wasn't the, the year that you were expecting. Um, so can you kind of uh, walk me through your year as a CEO um, and where you see the brand growing in 2021. Yeah, I mean, it was a brutal year. And for in the context of this industry, I think we've all kind of had the worst experience ever. Um, we, we had a, a challenging year, absolutely. We came in um, ready to roll out globally and we were kind of ready to go guns blazing, right? And, and in a really good spot then in March, it just all stopped and um, I think um, for me, it was all about um, 
crisis management, to be honest. It was, it was about focusing our business on the absolute core and also uh, focusing the team on doing things uh, that could help us take us through the crisis. So we spent a lot of effort um, doing business with the business that we already have and retaining that business rather than building new business. That was just, you know, and the necessity to survive, helping our customers survive as well, kind of working together in a sentiment that we're in this together. And, and that has really helped us kind of pull through. We've given discounts, we've given, uh, f- you know, uh, moving into COVID pauses so they can come back and just working really hard as partners with, with all our customers. Um, same thing with the team. It's been all about talking about we need to only work with the things that, that count right now. Everything else is out the door and, and kind of create, uh, and we obviously all are working from home all of a sudden because we're not we're not a restaurant chain we're we're, we're you know we're a software company and trying to over communicate and, and and just change a lot of things how we actually work but all in all i think uh it's been a very tough year but also a very interesting year it can it's opened our eyes to new ways of working and what you can really get out of the team when everyone works together and Hopefully now we're seeing we're seeing the light in the tunnel moving into 2021. We're hoping that all of our main markets get, you know, the vaccination processes going faster. And still, I think the first half is going to be challenging. But uh, beyond the summer and moving into the second half, I'm, I'm very opportunistic and positive that people want to come out and dance again and, and drink a bottle of wine and fall in love. So in general, I would say your optimistic outlook for restaurants and hospitality moving forward. Um, and how do you see Soundtrack, your brand, playing a role in um, in that maybe, you know, the pent up demand that we expect to see um, with people, you know, wanting to go out and, and have fun? I think music as such is kind of the music uh, is such an emotional driver that we will we will have the soundtrack you know flowing out of the speakers everywhere out there when people come out again and music will take us back to the normal so i think we're going to experience really interesting uh 2021 i think it's going to start already like coming into the second quarter when when we start turning on the music again in the world and everyone starts thinking about okay um, here's the first sunlight coming back, you know, after winter, uh, we, we want to kind of, uh, increase the energy and, 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 uh, you know, get our brands vibrant again. And music is the, the natural first instance to get that, uh, that brand going again and, and get, bring life back to the physical world. So, um, I'm hoping to play an important role in, in the whole world coming back and, and, you know, the psychology, I mean, we're not solving, cancer or we're not doing but we are contributing to kind of the soulfulness of the world and we want we want that that track to be going and we want those people to be dancing again and so soundtrack dot you know soundtrack.fm or soundtrack your soundtrack your brand.com is the easy way to go and, and kind of go there and, and and get the music playing again and you have a service called soundtrack unlimited can you kind of explain what that is yeah, we have different tiers or different levels of sophistication and kind of what you need. And Soundtrack Unlimited is basically the 
the, the music service where you can take all the music in the world and create whatever you want with it. You can create your own playlists. You can, you know, play one track only for like 10 years if you like. In the music industry, you pay for interactivity or flexibility for some reason. I didn't make that up, but somebody did. So the more kind of you want to decide exactly what to play, the more we got to pay the rights holders. So, uh, but now we've enabled as the first service in the world to actually do everything you can do on Apple Music or Spotify, but with a business service product with a centralized system. Uh, but also you have Soundtrack Essential, which I, which I think basically does the job for most of, of the restaurant brands. But some restaurant entrepreneurs are just very, very specific, uh, right? Because they're so, so focused on detail that they actually want to pick every single track. And with Soundtrack Unlimited, you can do that very uniquely as the only service in the world. What would be included in your personal soundtrack for your brand? Wow. <laughs> well, um, if I was if I was running a restaurant, obviously, and we had a soundtrack restaurant, um, I would obviously do what all restaurant entrepreneurs do. I would I would think about like first of all, what's kind of the cuisine, right? What's the kitchen, uh, and what's my proposition, and where is it? So if it's in Stockholm, where we have our soundtrack office. Um, it's, it's a pretty vibrant part of the city. Uh, we would probably be, you know, serving some Asian fusion stuff, which I love, um, high quality Asian fusion. And, and I would start thinking about, okay, with that type of experience in that area where we're positioned in Sweden, by the way, also where we actually have a lot of local repertoire that's really strong. I would start with thinking about, okay, what's the, what's the consumer going to look like? It's probably going to be boys and girls in their 30s to 45, somewhat affluent in this area, uh, somewhat connected to uh, the music scene that's going on around here, which is very much like electronic music or melody hip hop type of R&B stuff. And I would start working on main artists. So I would pick like three to four to five core artists that really would represent my brand that I would like to have inside my restaurant play live for my customers. And then I would take those five, six, seven artists, pick out the best tracks from those artists. And then I would take those tracks and feed them into our machine learning um, algorithms. And I would let our soundtrack service create the soundtrack for the soundtrack restaurant. Uh, and I would do that three to four times with, with a little bit of a different blend every time I do it. And I would take those playlists and soundtracks and I would position them differently throughout the work week, depending on if we're serving lunch or if we're serving drinks. And then I would create the, a music schedule for the soundtrack restaurant based on that and fire away. And I would also enable my staff to use the soundtrack remote which is uh, a way of, of letting staff get, give feedback. They can actually block tracks, they can give input and they can change the volume in real time with someone explaining and they can change the soundtrack. For example, if there's all of a sudden there's 40, you know, business people coming in, they just want a big deal. You want to up the volume in real time. You, or you want to up the energy in real time. You let them do that, but you're still going to be on brand. Uh, so that's what I would do in, in simplified terms. Thank you so much. This has been great. I uh, enjoyed learning uh, about, you know, the business implications of music 
and, you know, how music can be a strategy and, you know, and part of that whole sensory experience of, of creating uh, the ambiance for a restaurant. Thanks. I want to say last thing, just because you guys are in the U.S. and I think that's extra strong in these challenging times that um, Soundtrack is currently offering also the inclusion of the performance rights. So when you buy the Soundtrack subscription, uh, you're including ASCAP BMI. So you kind of get everything from one account uh, from us. That means that you're saving a lot of money in the U.S. if you're a restaurant entrepreneur right now. You can actually just all your licensing, complete licensing is covered from the soundtrack subscription if you're in the US, which is unique for us. Great, great to know. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me.